What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Rock twenty five. Mm. Oh man, you already know what it is. I know everybody's been a long time since I did a show, um, but like as you know, I got the Jake Paul Tommy Fury fight, um, you know, the other day, and I was like, you know, what? I gotta talk about this, um, you know, because you know everybody knows I've been, you know. Honestly, on Jake Paul's case, you know, I've been, you know, you know, clamoring to fight. You know, I didn't think a Tommy Fury fight was ever going to happen. Say, hey, fight Andre Ward, this or that nature. He looked like a boxer against Tommy Fury. You know what I'm saying? Um, he looked good. He knocked him down. Um, he, like I said, he looked good. Um, it looked impressive. Now, he does have a rematch clause. So if he had lost against Tommy Fury, um, he could do a rematch, but if he had beaten Tommy Fury, there would be no rematch, which would make sense on Jake Paul's part. I think run it back because that was like you could make an argument <coughs> that that was the best fight of the night. You know what I'm saying? Like you know you could legit make that argument. Um, you know, boxing needed almost needed that fight because um, because of how boxing's been. Um, you know, Devin Haney was talking, saying he's going to fight Lomachenko. Love it. Um, Deontay Wilder was there. Apparently he's going to fight. He said he's going to fight three times. You know, it's February. So, you know, he's got to get the move on. Um, he, I guess it's a secret or it's not done of who he's going to fight. He almost said it twice. Um, who he's going to fight. So we don't know, but he is going to fight somebody. He did pretty much say that um we just don't know who um i mean we've been asking for this especially for me you guys have been listening to the show we've been asking for this for a while for boxing to start stepping it up um and you know i'm actually happy boxing stepping it up april 15th we're getting javante davis for uh uh ryan garcia right no belts on the line but still we're getting it you know what i'm saying um it's big names fighting each other. You know, all these fights, they don't have to necessarily have belts on the line. Just give us a fight we want to see. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's that's all we're asking, Boxer. And look at we're getting it. Josh Taylor, uh, Teofimo Lopez uh, fighting for the junior welterweight title in June um, uh, for the 140 belt. You know, boxing is what we've been asking for. You, you know, um, thank you. You know, hopefully... You know, these fights go come through. You know, nothing stupid happens. I mean, Javante Davis got arrested. You know, that fight almost didn't happen. You, you know, so. It might be signed. We're still away. It's not, you know, we saw a couple months away. You know, or at least, some, you know, 45 days away. So, let's, you know, we can't get too excited yet. You know. Just don't get too excited yet. But, uh, you know, Jake Paul, like I said, I think they should run it back. Back to, you know, Tommy Fury. I think he should run it back. Um, who he fights next after that. I don't know if he was trying to get himself to fight the winner of the Badu uh, Jack fight last night. Um, you know, if that was, you know, th- that was the case because Badu Jack won the WBC cruiserweight belt. Um, if he was setting himself up to fight for a belt. That wasn't a bad idea. Um, like I said, I 
well, like I said, well, you know, if he runs it back with Tommy Fury, he wants to set it up a fight with for a WBC belt. You might say, oh, he's not ready to fight for anybody for a belt. He looked good against Tommy Fury. You know, I don't know who else he would try to fight. You know, in the cruiserweight. You, you know what I'm saying? You know, um, well, I guess you know, because uh, uh, Badu just beat Makabu. You know, I should put money on Makabu. I thought Makabu was going to come back and win, but you know that didn't happen. Um, but you know, we'll see. Um, I mean, you know, the, I'm looking at the cruiserweights right now. You know, because a lot of people are talking about you know, <coughs> oh, he wants to gear up. A, Jake Paul wants to get up, gear up to contend Alvarez. You know, we saw what happened at 175 against, you know, Dimitri Bivol. And, you know, he was undersized for that fight, Canelo Alvarez, at 175. You know, even though he's a super middleweight champ at 168, he was undersized, um, you know, for that fight. Um, would he fight at 175? I don't know. Can Jake Paul get down? To 175, because I'll tell you what, though, because if I'm Canelo Alvarez, I'm making him do a catch weight at 170. So we might compromise at 170, um, you know, and I, you know, it can, you know, Jake Paul's gonna have to lose about 20 pounds, you know, 20, 30 pounds, you know, I think for 100 million, you know, you, you know, I would behoove him to lose 30 pounds, you know, he's a young guy, um. He's like 26, 27 years old, so he could lose the weight, <laughs> you know. I mean, that, that's what he's gearing for, and then quit, you know, be 10 and 1, 10 and 2, 11 and 1, 11 and 2, and try to fight Canelo for a payday, you know, pull a Conor McGregor. Not a bad idea. Um, that's what I would try to do if I was Jake Paul. He's promoting the sport, he's boxing well, he's doing a better job than some of these promoters right now. He's putting them to shame. Now, YouTubers putting boxing, boxing promoters uh, to shame. So that's uh, uh, saying something. Box is on a good track, and I can see where it's going. But, you know, I got to talk about and Yeah, I will talk about the Knicks briefly. Everybody's going to be like, I know everybody's thinking, Rack 25, aren't you going to apologize about saying the Knicks were going to be bad? Listen, yo, I, we'll talk about them. In a little bit, okay, all right, you know, I'm not, you know, I guess we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit. Um, well, I do want to talk about the Commanders, the Washington Commanders. You know, that's my squad. We just hired Eric Bieniemy. Now there's been some lot of hate. Eric Bieniemy should have waited. Um, you know, he should have waited to see what Andy Reid was gonna do. I'm pretty sure he and Andy Reid had that conversation. He probably said to him, "Hey, when are you gonna retire?" <coughs> Am I next up? Andy Reid said after the Super Bowl, he ain't going nowhere. He said as long as the Hunt family wants him there, he going to be there. So I don't think Andy Reid's going anywhere anytime soon. Okay? So we can just forget that. Right? It's not going to happen. All right? Um. Yeah, it's not going to happen. So he figured, listen, I'm not going to get this. I'm not the head coach in waiting. Right? So, shoot, it's time to go elsewhere. You know, people keep on talking trash about how I don't call plays. Washington Commanders gave them, you know, 100% play calls. They said, you're running the show. You're calling all of the plays. Uh, they just released Carson Wentz, saying about $23 million in cap space. 
Um, I, I told you guys from jump, I wasn't the biggest fan of Sam Howell. Sam Howell didn't look good against the Cowboys, and the Cowboys played bad against the Commanders. So if you looked bad against a team that was already playing bad, Sam Howell's not the guy. <laughs> Sam Howell's not the guy if, if you're the Washington Commanders, okay? He's just not. Get over it. Washington made a mistake. Mopped the sick with Taylor Heineke. Right? You know, nobody knows. You know, the, you know we got the uh, quarterback future, you know, carousel going on. We're all waiting for to see what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. Is he going to go to the Jets? That's like the biggest domino to fall, Aaron Rodgers. You know, we got the, <clears throat> we got the franchise tag, right? Is... Lamar Jackson, got to get franchise tag. Remember, there's two sets of franchise tags, right? You have the, you know, um, the, the non-tender and the tender. You know, the non-tender, you can get traded, you know. And then you have the fully guaranteed franchise tag where you can, where you can't get traded. You can only stay with that team for that year, you know. And then they can negotiate a full-time, you know, negotiate a contract, or you can look for a contract elsewhere. It's one of the two, right? So we don't know how they're going to do it. The minimum Lamar Jackson can make is $32 million. The most he can make is forty-five if they franchise tag him. Like I said, so if they, you know, so we don't know where that's going to happen. So it's going to start with Aaron Rodgers, trickle down to Lamar Jackson, and then we'll see. But no one's talking about the commanders getting a new uh, quarterback. Now, they wanted Jimmy G last year, but Jimmy G can't stay healthy. I'd love to have a Jimmy G. He just can't stay healthy. <laughs> he always gets hurt. You know, that, that's that's my biggest problem with him. Um, Derek Carr has never won a playoff game, but one playoff loss. Because he can't trust Derek Carr. You know, I know you're saying, you can say the same thing about Stafford. You're, you're, you're right. Listen, yo. They listen. There was a few. Listen, Stafford. If home, if the when he when Stafford almost threw a pick in San Francisco, if homeboy catches that pick, they ain't going to. The, they weren't going to go to the Super Bowl. All right, and you know that defense run them that Super Bowl. Right, you say Stafford gave them the lead, right? But their defense won them that Super Bowl. That wasn't Matthew Stafford. <laughs> right, let's go back to the tape. Watch. Right, they needed the defense to shut them down. And they shut him down. That's why the Rams won. Rams won because of that defense. We're run because of Stafford. Stafford didn't lead them on a game-winning drive. Defense didn't do their job, and Stafford had to lead them to a game-winning drive. No, that's not how it worked. You know, they can say the offense did their job because Stafford gave them the lead. Whatever. All right, whatever. But still, defense still won the game. Okay. So yeah. So so that's my take. So where did Washington go? I don't know. Eric Bieniemy's got a tough job. You know. Um, we'll see what happens with Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera, you know, he's on the hot seat as well. He's been there three years, you know, was playing games with the quarterback, you know, didn't know that, you know, said that they could have possibly, when, you know, when they lost against Cleveland, didn't know that they wouldn't be in the playoff hunter. Anyway, the biggest problem with Ron Rivera is you're playing, you're playing games with the quarterback, Thinking that you're going to be in the playoffs, like that's not good either. You got to go with a quarterback in the playoffs. Now we're going to see who plays well in this and that, and then they'll be the play. No, that's that's not how it works, man. Ron Rivera should know that. 
Either he's your dude or he's not. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see what happens with Eric Bieniemy. A lot of pressure on him. Pressure on Ron Rivera. It's going to be interesting offseason to see what the you know what my uh, Washington Commanders do. Um, all right, but I, I am happy about the Eric Bieniemy hire. I love the fact that he's going to be running the offense, and um, you know, and like I said, I'm I'm happy for him. All right, uh, but like I said, quickly, I did want to go over. Like I said. I know you guys. I, I hear I hear this all the time from people. What? How about them Knicks? How about them Knicks? Yo, listen, <sighs> listen. <coughs> Knicks are bad at home, so I would. You know what? Listen, I told you guys all along. Let's. Okay, they make the playoffs. Who cares? Who cares? You know what I'm saying? They could probably listen. Brooklyn's probably gonna be on a free fall eventually. All right. Knicks are 17 and 15 at home. They're better on the road. If I'm the Knicks, I probably don't want the fourth seed. I probably won't get the fourth seed anyway. I don't see them, you know, surpassing Cleveland. But let's just say the Knicks get the fifth seed, right? You, you got to face Cleveland, right, on that first round. I don't think the Knicks are better than Cleveland. So you're not going to beat Cleveland. You know what I'm saying? Because it's so top-heavy in the East compared to the West where everybody's got a shot. You know what I'm saying? You know? Listen, Denver's probably going to go to the Western Conference Finals, okay? Phoenix, you know, with Kevin Durant comes back, you know, they got plenty of time to try to gel, right? Memphis can get beat. I like with some John Morant. Memphis can get beat. Can get beat. Sacramento can get beat. You, you know what I'm saying? So it's wide open in the West, you tell me Golden State can't Golden State's in the seventh seed. We got to play the. Let's, all right, we're, uh, Golden State's probably going to beat Utah, right, and, and get that seventh seed. And then you got New Orleans, Minnesota, right. Listen, Lakers can get that eighth seed. You know, if the you know, or if the Lakers, you know, somehow, some way, move up to seventh, Lakers can beat Memphis. You know what I'm saying? And let's just say Lakers get up to six. Right, they could beat San. They could beat Sacramento. They could beat the Clippers. Who, who does anybody think Knicks are going to beat Philadelphia? Well, that might be the only team. Maybe they could beat. If I'm the Knicks, you might want to stay at six. They probably can catch Minnesota. Knicks have been bad against Milwaukee all year. They can't beat Milwaukee to save their life. They can't beat Milwaukee, okay? Um, and then, you know, in Boston, you know, I don't think you know Boston's playing really well. I don't think they can beat Boston in a seven-game series. You know, saying that would shock me if the Knicks if the Knicks could beat Boston. They ain't beating Milwaukee though. That's not happening. Knicks haven't played well against Milwaukee all year. So, so what's the point? So the Knicks have eight tradable draft picks, right? What, listen, if I'm the New York Knicks, I said it before, I'll say it again. You either get Victor Wambaya, right? You got to get Victor Wambaya. Whoever gets the number one draft pick, Knicks have to call him up. What, what do you want? What do you want? We've already given up two first-round picks for Cam Reddish. You know what I'm saying? We traded a first-round pick to get Cam Reddish. And then we give up a first round pick to trade Cam Reddish. 
So we've got two draft pick, two first round draft picks in two years, right? And listen, in this draft, this is a this isn't like a strong draft this year, okay? So the Knicks have to trade up, you know. You know they have to get Victor Wanbaya. Otherwise, what are they doing? What are they doing? No offense to Brandon Miller. He's you know Alabama. I mean. You know, I mean, he's balling this year for Alabama, but you know, with the whole now, we, he gave a gun to somebody, and he's he's just acting a fool. You know what I'm saying? So, I, you know, I don't know about him. You know, right now the Knicks, if the if the, if the season ended the day, they'd have the 18th pick, right? So, that's we already traded a first round pick. You know what I'm saying? So that's not going to make us better. So, listen. If the Knicks make the playoffs, great. You know what I'm saying? And the pick that we traded away would have been the 22nd pick. So we would have had an 18th or 22nd pick. So obviously, we can't use those picks this year to move up. That's what I would have done. I would have not have traded a first-round pick for Josh Hart. Josh Hart's not worth that. He wasn't worth getting a first-round pick. All right? Cam Reddish is already starting... With the Trailblazers, okay. So, so like I said, I, you know, I'm not. This isn't the apology podcast. Not apologizing for what I said about the New York Knicks because I'm still right. There is no end game, okay. There, there is none. You know what I'm saying? We make the playoffs, right? A couple years ago, we're the fourth seed. Next year, we don't make the playoffs. This year, we're the fifth seed, right? Listen, if it wasn't for Jalen Brunson, you know, you can make an argument Julius Randle being the most improved player of the year. Okay? Right? Obviously, it's going to be Jalen Brunson, most improved player of the year. So what? All these years we've been talking about, oh, Knicks are, you know, trying to be a free agent destiny. No free agents or top free agents are coming to the Knicks. You know what I'm saying? Every time we do, like, a free agent signing, I got people telling me, yo, who's so-and-so? Who's so-and-so? I'm like, yo, I've never heard of him either. Knicks, welcome so-and-so, welcome so-and-so. I've never even heard of him. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, man, you know, don't get on this Knicks bandwagon. You know what I'm saying? I, I hate to I hate to say this. I really hate to say this, and I hate admitting this to the whole world. Knicks fans were almost like, were almost like Cowboys fans. We're almost we're like two rungs on the ladder. We might be a rung. You got the Cowboys fan, and then you got us. Like, you know, we start overhyping this team, right? When something when they start playing well. And it's you know, and it's just like, you know, me personally, like I said, my biggest issue with the Knicks right now is we got all these draft picks, right? We're not, we don't, we, no, Leon Rose don't talk to the media, so we don't know what he's doing, one. Two, right? We get to the playoffs, so, you know what I'm saying? Cleveland's not going anywhere. They got Donovan Mitchell. Cleveland's not going anywhere. Jail, you know what I'm saying? Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, they're not going anywhere for Boston. Right? Milwaukee, they got Giannis Antetokounmpo, Chris Middleton, you know what I'm saying, Holiday, 
They ain't going anywhere either. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So let's just say Harden leaves the next year. Let's just say that, right? That, that they're not gonna get. You know what I'm saying? Fine. Cleveland's not going anywhere. Like I just said, you know. Like, you know, my, you know, I don't, you know, could you make an argument that we're not much better than Miami? Could Atlanta catch us next year? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, now we're back to being a play-in team. <laughs> you know, Miami and, and Atlanta improves, we're back into being a playoff team. You know what I'm saying? If Chicago somehow gets better, back to be a playoff team. You know, Orlando, could, you know, could get really good. You know, so, you know, Cade Cunningham's coming back with Detroit. You know what I'm saying? And they're going to get a Scoot Henderson. You know, or Brandon Miller. So Detroit's going to get better. But like, what, what are we doing? I know you can say, well, the Knicks can get better too. You know, you know, it's going to be the same squad, and every and we're not missing anybody. That's the problem. We're not. This is we're we're, we're crewed up. This is it. You know what I'm saying? All the other people I named, they're either missing somebody, right? Chicago, right? Orlando, they're gonna, or they're going to add pieces, right? Who are the Knicks going to add? <laughs> Who are the Knicks going to add? Can't get James Harden. We got Jalen Brunson. You know what I'm saying? There's no like preemptive shooting guard available because that was Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> and we didn't get him. <laughs> That's what I'm saying about the Knicks. Didn't get Donovan Mitchell. Didn't get the Jonte Murray. You have no need for James Harden unless James Harden is going to play off the ball. But he didn't like playing in Brooklyn. He's not coming to the Knicks. He meant like Manhattan. But there's talking about him going back to Houston. You know, he liked that no income tax. That's why I'm not on Nick's bandwagon. That's it. And I'm not, I'm not going to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, we don't know where they're going. You don't know where they're going. They're going to draft some kids that's not going to help us. When their four years are up, we're not going to resign. Or we might trade them. You know what I'm saying? Like last year, there was nobody the Knicks wanted. And they just traded everything away. They might do that this year. If Knicks don't get Victor Ryan, if I would do it over the Knicks, I would trade all these picks and hopefully I get some first-round picks out of it. I literally would trade all these picks. I would, I would trade this first year's pick. That's what I would do. Because what's the point? You're going to draft some kid. There's going to be many expectations. And that's not fair to that kid. Because it's not like, oh, the Knicks draft somebody. We're going to be a top two, top three seed. Not going to happen. So. Sorry to be, you know, a downer to everybody. And y'all thought there's going to be the Maya Copa. <laughs> I'm going to say, oh, I was wrong about the Knicks. They have no identity. You know, I, was like, I could keep them going on and on, and I'm not going to do that to you. But like I said, I, t I told you guys, what's up? And 
what you know, when the Knicks lose in the first round, like I said, like I said, I, they're not beating Cleveland. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, they could. They're, they're not going to. I don't think they're, they're not going to beat the Celtics. Not playoff time. Not going to beat the Celtics. Definitely not being Cleveland. They could catch Philadelphia. They could. I, I don't think so. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, it's, it's, it's going to be a wait and see. Um, with the Knicks, like I said, we get Victor Wambaya trade up, get the Victor Wambaya, then okay, okay. Now, all right, let's you know, okay, now we got something going. Or Scoot Henderson, y'all haven't seen Scoot Henderson in the G League, gotta check that brother out. Um, Scoot Henderson, nice with it, all right. Um, but like I said, that's where we're gonna go with that. All right, we got, so I gotta, I gotta hit you guys with some motivation, all right, you know what I'm saying. Um, you know, I was just, you know, I was just looking up, you know, just, you know, I was watching something on TV, like, you know, you know, about, you know, like, like you know, I was seeing like sick kids and, you know, saying this and that nature. And I was, you know, you know what though, you know, sometimes we get so caught up in like our own nonsense, like, you know, the whole woe is me crap, you know what I'm saying? We got to strive to be better. That's why I always say be great at everything we do. But at the same time though, we got to be like reflective and be like, yo, you know what, yo? Like, there's some BS. Yeah, everybody got that BS. But there's more people going through more BS. You know what I'm saying? And we just got to, you know, one, be grateful for what we have. And we got to be grateful not just for necessarily what we don't have, but that certain stuff hasn't been taken away. You know what I'm saying? We got to be grateful for that. Too. Like I said, it could be a lot worse. Like certain stuff like that you take for granted that you have every day. You know what I'm saying? Like it could be taken away. <laughs> we got to be grateful for that. Now that it hasn't been taken away. You know what I'm saying? But what we got, so moral story is be grateful for what you guys do have. And you got to be grateful for that stuff has been taken away. You know what I'm saying? And if for stuff that you do have, you got to make the most of it. And you got to improve on it. You know what I'm saying? For whatever you have. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you have the human mind, you definitely have to make the human mind better. You know, and keep on pushing, right? And keep on doing the damn thing. All right. It is Rock 25. Tilt the craziness. And remember, be great at everything.